1: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Leverage Masters. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Grace, and along with my partner in crime, Jack Humphrey, we are the co-founders of TheLeveragists.com and dot We do the honors of telling everyone who our guest is today. Well, my name is Margie Shepard, and I, too, am a so, radio show host. Uh, the name of my show is Margie Shepard Celebrating Life. Uh, I am a motivational speaker with international status and I'm represented by Bruce Marin of uh, Bruce Marin Celebrity Speakers Corporate Offices Las Vegas Nevada and he is in top 10% of the, in the world for representation. Uh, I also uh, am the owner of Maximize in Productions and very soon to um, it's in it's in negotiation and I'll break it to you here. My own TV show, uh, Look and Feel Like a Million, with Margie Shepard Celebrating Life. So now that I've (laughs) taken up too much of your time, that's kind of like who I am and what I'm doing, and at the moment, a very special place. I am at the VA Hospital in Las Vegas, Nevada, and celebrating the veterans' lives, uh, shaking hands and visiting and talking to them about their goals in life. So it's a very special time, and I'm so honored to be with you.
0: Well, we have to ask you the question we ask everybody at the top of every every show. Um, we heard your introduction and everything, but tell us in in other words, what is it that's burning in your belly and getting you out of bed these days? What are you really excited about right now?
1: uh literally what I was discussing because it impacts lives in celebrating life whatever whatever anybody is going through uh, throughout their life rather uh, at, at all ages. Uh, our teens today, uh, the young adults, uh, education, uh, the will to win at life, at whatever you're doing. I do believe in ongoing education. I endorse that for both students and at any age. I myself, uh, in earlier years, went through 19 years of ongoing continued education, and uh, I still am doing so. So it's about the will to inspire people to win at life.
0: Awesome. Man, that, you've got a heck could, of a history with, uh, with the Nutrisystem stuff. And, and uh, gosh, it's hard. When somebody this much comes online on the show, it's hard to know where to even start. But that is a great well, start. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, you know, um, to pull it into perspective for you, Uh, I don't mind giving you a brief synopsis, and maybe this will kind of target in for your listeners as well. Early on in my life, uh, I did go uh, to work with uh, Nutrisystem, and I climbed the corporate ladder. And in doing so, I had the opportunity to have the ongoing continued education, and that inspired me. But what inspired me even more was how I could impact lives uh, with people beginning to believe in themselves, to re-instill confidence through the process of losing weight. However, losing weight was not the real mission. When they acquired their goal, how to maintain it, now that would apply to the quality of the rest of their life, not only from a health standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint, giving them confidence to do the things they wanted to do. So in building regions, it helped to open up uh, people's hearts and minds to believe they had gifts, they had talent, and it offered opportunities for them to learn and grow and expand in their own lives. From there, they began helping others through the weight loss program. So for 23 years, um, I worked on this um, Uh, this particular concept and it had parlayed into a multitude of other things throughout life and it all came down to with the changes ongoing with what we're all experiencing where women are becoming more empowered and recognized for it but also too I believe that the equal opportunity to give men the opportunity to come forth and be an equal partner with whomever they're with so, again, it's about celebrating life, pulling together, being a team player, and by the way, board my plane of ambition and we're going to land at your airport of success. That's kind of it in a nutshell, <laughs> and it encompasses everything I do.
0: I was going to ask you then, because you seem like a perfect person to ask this question. Focus is a great big leverage thing, and uh, lack of it really hurts people. And you were talking about how you inspire people, open them up, and um, I was going to ask you, what do you think about uh, focus in this day and age of just millions of different things pulling at us? And I know we could be talking in the 1950s. They thought they had a lot of things pulling at them. They had TVs and three channels and or th- maybe two. <laughs> so it's all relative, but- right? It just depends. And they would all lose their minds in today's world because there are really a lot more things pulling at us. But family and Uh, News and jobs And personal goals And everything like that What do you do to help people Maintain or regain focus That they've lost
1: With each individual You know, everybody has a dream And they come up with If only this, if only that The woulda, coulda, shoulda And so on Mm -hmm. So to come right around To the heart of your question I ask them to look inside themselves and to go very deep as to really what is their true, true, true desire, dream, in life. And let's put our focus there and begin to look to the windshield, not the rearview mirror. Do not go back and revisit what was. Mm. Go forward. To keep that focus. And from there... And then I also tell them that there are support groups uh, to keep them on track. I encourage their ongoing um, education, whether it's uh, a refresher course, whatever it is, but to keep their focus on the real, true goal and dream of what they had in their heart and mind originally. Forget the woulda, coulda, shoulda, because anybody can have an excuse. Let's face the world of reality and go forward. That's basically how I address it. Uh, I may change the verbiage, but that's the true message.
0: What about staying? So, so don't look in the rearview mirror. Don't replay the past. we got the past taken care of. What about things along the way as you're looking through the windshield that knock you off course or threaten to? What are the, some of the tips that you have for staying on course once you get on course?
1: As it would be with anything in life, In looking through the windshield, going forward, nobody has ever stated nor um, nor have they made the smooth, clear riding sail. Prepare yourself. Start learning to see ahead if you possibly can. Study your goals. What are the possible pluses and minuses? Try to prepare as much as you possibly can. For things that come out of nowhere, as they can with any of us, you, me, Gina, anybody, when you keep your focus and you are preparing yourself to fulfill your dream, you are more apt to be able to handle the unexpected, address it, and go forward. Awesome. I'm sorry I couldn't Well, hear that's you. a
0: really good place to... No, I'm sorry. It's just uh, that we have a really l- big lag today for some reason. So there will be a little bit of a lag before I respond.
1: <laughs> you have no, one too. No I problem. I
0: wait for you to finish, and I- it takes a little bit to get to us. It's really weird. We have all this technology, but it sounds like we're trying to communicate in the old days when there was a uh, you know it had the signal had to get around the planet. <laughs>
1: Well, you understand that it's promoted out there that technology is going to take over the world. Well, I hope they hurry up and regenerate the engines or whatever they have to do.
0: Yeah, right. We keep, uh, you know, it really is weird. We're kind of just apes wearing shoes, and we think we're more a lot and, and I think one time somebody said that uh, you know bumblebees shouldn't be able to fly there's no physics reason why those little tiny wings should be able to fly those big fat bees yet they do mm-hmm. and I think the same mm-hmm. thing with us and technology is true
1: <laughs> I think uh, we shouldn't think...
0: be talking right now over the internet but we are for some reason our little wings shouldn't be able to do this but they do but sometimes we realize that get scared and fall and technology does weird stuff I think today is that day well, that's, for me, anyway. Well, that
1: is okay. We'll make the best of it and keep right on going.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but that is kind of something that that is interesting to me is is that we are all still pretty much the the same makeup and everything that we were five thousand years ago as as a species, as as a as an entity. We've got all this technology now. We've done wonderful things with our brains. Uh, But I think that a lot of times people forget we haven't really evolved that much. I mean, you know, evolution takes geologic time to take place. And it is funny to watch how people react to certain things in their businesses and their lives with the parts of the brain that were really more suited to running from bears and tigers back in the really, really old days and, and making decisions in their businesses and in their lives based more on their amygdala and their fears than, um, you know, more logically saying, hey, I'm not in trouble right now. We're not really in a bad place. Nothing's chasing me and trying to kill me. But don't you see people in businesses kind of making rash decisions sometimes as if there's a really much bigger problem than there really is in their lives or in their business?
1: Um, I believe I, I believe you're <clears throat> I believe you're correct, but I also think that business owners, people in the private sector, need to take better control. They need to understand their own trajectory code. They need to be able to change their decisions, actions, and directions to become a part of the top one uh, percent of whatever it is they're trying to achieve. If you're going to be a housewife, run a home, or whatnot, be the very best and go at every level you can to be the best. If you're going to be uh, an owner of a business, again, change your dynamics and thinking, change your decisions, your actions, and your directions uh, in order to accomplish that. We have to become accountable to ourselves. We can have a dream, we can have a goal, but there's doers and then there's those that don't. So, yes, we, are, we have and we are the physical person of a trillion years ago, but change is evolving, and we must, we must adapt to that and make the very best of it while we are still here on the planet. And don't forget, everything that we do for, within our family, around our family, If it's a positive, it will impact lives in a positive fashion. If it is a negative, it will have the same type of an impact in a negative fashion. You know what? We, um, uh, I came up with a saying the other day. You know, angels are like diamonds. You can't make them. You find them. And the only Mm. way you can do that, the only way you can do that is to really do a reality assessment on yourself, your will to win at life, your goals, where you want to go, and the positive impact or the impact at all that you want to have amongst your peers, your family, your friends, your fellow workers. You know what? It's teamwork. The world, the people in it, they are the true jewels. And in order to make this work, it's a team. Effort, on all counts. So, yeah. you know, um, I am uh, I'm, I am a firm, firm, firm believer of taking charge. Also, addressing the fact uh, about changing one's decisions, their actions in implementing those decisions, deciding the directions. Now, perhaps you decide on a direction, and maybe that direction isn't working for you. That doesn't mean that it's wrong. It simply means it doesn't work for that person. So change it again. Don't go back and brood and say, well, if I could have this, if I could have that. No, change it, but keep going forward. Believe in yourself. It's a confidence level, and it starts there. And how do you rebuild that confidence? By taking baby steps forward until you're stronger to take larger steps. Then you leap. Then you gallop. Then you run. And you yeah, learn
0: along the yeah, way. Yeah, just uh, exactly. Yeah. And I love that because it's been so true in my life. I've I've caught myself trying to figure everything so far down the road that it starts mm-hmm. to become jumbled and messed up and everything. And then I calm down, I remember what I've been taught, and I just make one decision. I just go do one thing. I be, I become definite about something. And and it really lifts the fog in a really big way when you're stuck.
1: (laughs) Well, it's so true. And, you know, to simplify things, you know, a person needs to ask themselves, you know, the five um, uh, words that start with why, and then there's a sixth that starts with an H, and it's simple. It's the who, what, when, where, why, and then how. So when you ask yourself those questions... It helps, and you come up with the answers. it will lift the fog. it will give you clarity, and you will make various decisions in order to be able to address whatever it is one is trying to think about doing or a decision that has to be made,
0: yeah, yeah, and keeping the noise down because uh, or keeping the noise at bay, or there's so many people who love to swear off uh, social media and news these days and and uh, some people are really successful at it. Some people I miss. They say they're going to go away, and then I can't follow them anymore, and they really do. They go away for a considerable amount of time and stick to it. And, and some people have gone away that I know and have not come back, not in the way they used to always be available out there on social media mainly and email lists and things like that. And uh, But when they do come back, they always tell a tale of clarity. They tell a tale of, wow, I was really – my head was just really in all the wrong places. I had information and everything coming from all these different directions. And, uh, and I felt so, so much better once I uh, got clear. And so for some yeah. people, that is quitting certain things, certain channels of input and information and all kinds of stuff. And that helped them to get focused. And they also come back with tales of, I've just gotten so much work done, <laughs>
1: which well, is exactly, awesome, too. Well, you, Well, they do. But, you know, there are those that sometimes, because they're so inundated with, you know, I'll refer to it as things that are mind-boggling or um, they just become so overloaded. And so they need to take a break away from those that keep uh, bringing on things that seem to be downers for them or that totally complicates their life. Um, rather it's over, being over-positive or completely under-positive, and they never have anything to say. Some people need to take a break from that, and then they figure out, hey, there's a real simple formula I just need to think about. And once they be implement that, when they do go back to whatever it is, whether it's social media, um, they're socializing with uh, their the regular group of friends, that's a working formula that they can implement instantly. Instantly, within yep. within two minutes, they can come up with a decision: Is it worth it? Just ask yourselves the question, and it'll clear your fog. It's just that What simple. about going away? <clears throat> uh, you mean going well, away gonna, and, and not returning to something? Travel. Uh, well,
0: no, just just get away for a while, like really get away. I I, I work with. Uh, Some people who are really into this staycation mode of existence where if they do take a break from their business, if they do take a break from something, they don't really go far. And they don't go, in my opinion, because I've had such great results of getting out on a river trip for nine days uh, in Colorado or Utah or a big hiking trip and things like that.
1: No, it's an escape to hide. They're not taking a vacation. They're looking for a cubby hole to hide in. I don't care, you know. Uh, I, uh, I don't care good, what it is yeah. when it's when it's that often. I mean, it's it's not a vacation. It's a place to hide. Um, and what they're not really doing is point. addressing, uh, is addressing whatever it is that seems to be gnawing at their core. Whatever the problems are, always remember, there's a deeper, 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 deeper reasoning for somebody to um, uh, use food as a serious comfort. It's more than just, oh, I like that. Uh, there's a deeper reason why people shy away from um, addressing things, um, a confrontation, or just simply standing up for themselves and saying, you know, I, I just don't agree with it. People don't understand about <clears throat> that it's more important to just be relatable and not worry about being likable because when you're relatable, people can then determine if you're likable, if you have the same values, the same interests. People need to understand that they too, in a very nice and pleasant way, can determine certain things without running, hiding, um, not uh, 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 communicating anymore. And they better, those that want to run and hide, they better realize that their examples all on to their family members their friends and they generally socialize with the same emotional mindset the mindset has to change
0: yeah yeah and for me i've always gotten the, ma- the major shifts accomplished when i get away so much so far that i can't come back and and just press a button and just check in or whatever so for me, <laughs> and if anybody can swing it, get completely off the grid. That's what I like to do. But, you know, even when people just take vacations, they come back and go, you know, that crap that I was worried about before I left isn't even an issue for me anymore. I've seen that part of my business offer. I'm not even dealing with that anymore because they start yeah. to become clear about what's actually important to them.
1: Well, Jack, don't misunderstand me. We're talking two different th- apples and oranges. You made mention that there are those that. Vacation here, vacation there. They say to take vacation, and they don't really go far, and they don't really accomplish what it is they're taking a vacation for. They don't come back and say, "Wow!" Just like what right. you just said, you know, it cleared my head. That was one set. Then there is another that um, that will take a mini vacation or a, a long vacation to go get away from it all, clear their head, come back refreshed, rejuvenated get back on their own plane of ambition, and then they're landing again at their own airport of success. Now, those were that's two different scenarios. So I want to be real yeah, clear yeah. with I you. Got, I answered yeah. your one question, and now I'm addressing your last comment, because it's, it's very important yeah. that people understand vacations can be good. Use them the right way.
0: Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I've even figured out how to, uh, for me, become – you know, as detached as you can possibly be, if if I do it right and if I have a really good day and some days are better than others, uh, with just meditation and totally unplugged air. Yeah. So little tiny mini things, if you know what you're doing, if you know why you're doing it and you seek to accomplish that goal, you can even stay in place. Uh, yes, but you're absolutely- but you have to you have to <laughs> you have to be mindful of what you're doing it for and and really accomplish that goal, and not kinda go, Yeah, I meditated. Well what'd you do? Well, you know, I sat there and I listened to music and let my mind just totally wander around. I'm like, Well, maybe maybe you didn't you wanna try that again <laughs> and get a little bit well, further no, for away.
1: Sure. So listen, those little things. I'll tell I'll tell you something that I do. And I try to do it um, every morning between 3.30 and 4 a.m. I take a power walk. And uh, I mean a super power walk. Um, It isn't a jog and it isn't a run. It's a fast-paced walk, and my mind is thinking about all the different things that um, uh, I need to address for the day to make sure that I have clarity. It's a way to uh, just kind of relax myself, uh, get myself in focus, For the day, so on a daily basis, unless something has happened and something else takes priority, I try to do that. Uh, Another thing, uh, as a uh, mini type, uh, a small type thing to do: get in your car, Uh, go and get yourself a cool drink, an iced tea or something. Drive out uh, to a location that is peaceful and serene to you. Enjoy the outer beauty of what you don't ordinarily see that often because one is ensconced in their daily routine. Pamper um, yourself, a man, a woman, whatever's going to be comfortable for you. Take that time. Make it a day, if necessary, a weekend. It's A-OK to do that. What isn't OK right. is to totally block out the world of reality of what's going on. And you're never—it's never ever yeah. ever going to be effective. And then the woulda coulda shoulda, or well, it's somebody else's fault. That's what you hear about. And in, in short, people have to assume ownership of their own trajectory balance, and that's with everything in life. You have to know. You know that. What
0: um, keep- I'm sorry. <laughs> was that darn no, delay no, again? I was, I was just getting ready I, I, to say. Go ahead.
1: No, I was, I was just simply going to say it doesn't matter where you are in life, and it doesn't matter where you come from. It matters what you become or what you wish to become. You take control of your life. You understand your needs, your minuses, your pluses, and then, and it really it's called your own personal trajectory code. So when it's time to take a mini break, take it. You need a little more than that, take a mini vacation. Clear your mind, but do what you're supposed to do. And by the way, along the way, don't have a little, have a lot of fun. Because laughter and <laughs> happiness is the ongoing key to the lifelong end of success.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> I was just thinking as you were talking about when we were talking a little bit earlier about the little steps, you know, uh, I think maybe from my perspective, I've treated that, you know, advice of just make one decision today, or just, you know, if I felt floaty, if I felt like I wasn't doing as much as I could or I just couldn't make any decisions, my business was just sitting there. I get too thinky uh, and yeah. I I tend to downgrade people's, input on the just make a decision thing. And then what floated into my mind was that domino thing where they start with a little, little tiny domino and it keeps getting like twice as big and you never think that when they top that you know, that that tiny domino is going to make the really big one that weighs 100 pounds at the end fall. There's just no way. But it does. And everybody's, they love that demonstration. Everybody's like, wow, I can't believe that little thing. And that's the way I look at it now. I look at you know, when I get stuck or when I need to focus or I need to jog that focus into focus, <laughs> I just yeah. make little uh, things. And I look at it as just as powerful as knocking down that last great big domino right when I do it. Man, that gives me a lot of energy. Is that a good way to look at it? Well,
1: sure. Yeah, it's a, it's an excellent way to look at it. I mean, uh, um what, I, what I'm really picking up from you, and I, and I admire it and I think you're spot on target, Jack, is that, you know, you're looking at things to, um, to pull it around to be able to recognize and to not wait till a little molehill decision becomes a major mountain weighing 100 pounds. And you're addressing the molehill mm-hmm. and it feels ever so much better and you are rejuvenated in doing so. Yeah. That's what yeah. I pick up from exactly. you. Is that correct? Absolutely. Hey, that's yeah. that sounds great, and I'll bet you every time you do that, you've got a smile bigger than the Cheshire Cat, because oh, you're yeah. proud of yourself. Goes you all the way like, around oh, the
0: well.
1: moon. You got it. You got. It. I mean, you are beyond the moon and into infinity because you are rejuvenated. You say, Whoa, this wasn't so bad. This wasn't so hard. Hey, I could do this again, and I've got the rest of the day to go, and it's a working formula for you. And, you know, it's it's a part of your own trajectory balance. And you are are accepting that and you are working on it and you're improving it. That's what I hear from you. And I, you know, I love it and I appreciate it.
0: Well, the reason that I started there is because I like to get input from people with your experience on the next part. And, And that is I get a little bit, when I'm not, Optimized. When I feel a little bit unoptimized or diffused or whatever, uh, non-productive, not as productive, uh, I I remember when I get that feeling, that Cheshire Cat thing, um, mm-hmm. and I remember working like that. Uh, and everything else that I do in my business and personal and everything, I get ten times the amount of stuff accomplished. I am oh, yeah. now at an optimum level. And when I'm not, I think back at those times. I'm like, that's what I want to get back to. That's When I get there, I try to stay there as long as I can. I try to nurture that as much as possible. And uh, knowing that you can't stay anywhere 100% of the time, uh, otherwise we wouldn't have a range of success and emotions and everything else. We would just have one. And it would always be on and happy and up. But, yeah, I um, want that back when I get low. And then I go find ways to get back to that optimum level. And everything, the business and everything works really, really well.
1: (laughs) No, it does. And and really, uh, I refer to to situations and feelings like that as, um, um, and the way I think about it is, you know, intersecting various lines. You know, it's thinking about lateral and vertical trajectories. So it's more than just one thing so that you can get back to that state. I call it like a, a feeling of euphoria of accomplishment, you know, from the low to the high, and you want to be back to the high. So you have to kind of take a look right. at the number of lines and, 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 uh, that, that take you uh, in both directions and find the happy medium. And when you can, shoot beyond the moon and go into infinity to reach level, and to stay there as long yeah. as you can, but to set a guideline that, so that you don't go to the bottom. You know what I mean? The highs and the lows. That right. itself can tire you up uh, like nothing else.
0: What's your favorite point when you're working with someone uh, or working with a group? Um, what's one of your favorite? Because I know you won't be able to say one, that there's not just one, but pick one of your favorite times when you make a breakthrough. The reason that you say Then after five minutes after that You're like that's why I work with people The way I do This is why I do what I do What's, what's? Take us through that moment What's it like for you?
1: Well You know I, um, uh, I speak on A couple of Well several different topics But ultimately uh, When The audience Has responded in their particular way Depending on where it is Uh, More recently uh, I was speaking And a young girl 23 years old Just broke out in tears And stood up and said I believe in you I believe in what you're saying And I never never had anybody to tell me these things And for me to know That I could touch on points That could impact Somebody to the extent because nobody would show their belief in them. When it is shared back to me in any form, this is just one. Uh, when it is mm. shared back to me in that fashion, that it, it warms my heart uh, like I cannot, I can't even begin to put into words. It only empowers me to go more um, and to give more, you know. Um, yeah. I... Um, uh, I really, really, really believe that love is the strongest force in the universe. And I believe that overall, the deepest root and core within most people and the reason they do things has been a lack of the appropriate kind of love from perhaps childhood. It doesn't make parents wrong whatever. It's about the generations ongoing coming up to where we are. But because... Everything is evolving Power is coming into play Women are being recognized more Men have to understand this But different things are still happening And it stems from way down deep So when I see that I've impacted somebody And it comes back that nobody ever took the time To share that they could possibly have a talent, or that they could be loved as a person. Now, I'm not speaking romantic. I'm talking love as a person, a human right. being, respect, so forth, given guidance, a direction, an empowerment. That, 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 that's the biggest reward out of anything. And I've been honored by three governors, and I mean to tell you, that means nothing to me compared to the empowerment. Understand this, Jack, you know, the true jewels in one's town, state, nation, the world. The true jewels are the people. The people yeah. without them, there's nothing. There's nothing. So we are we have vast issues with medical of all ages. We have things that should be addressed, should have been taken care of, And it has not been in the United States, has not been in other countries. And the true jewels have suffered. Nobody else. But then there's a few select that are raking it in and not looking out for the true jewels. So ultimately, the feeling of lack of appreciation, lack of love, respect, dignity, all of that has been attacked. Again, to go back to your question... When I yeah. see that they feel the sincerity of what I'm talking about, they feel the empowerment of love, direction, and that there is somebody that cares. That's the biggest reward and honor I could have. And by the way, I'm uh, I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother. I'll be 71 in July. And um, I have experienced a wealth of... Um, situations and my knowledge is vast in a multitude of areas so I take the opportunity to work with as many many people of all ages races and creeds to empower and when I see that I feel that then I know that I have um, impacted one life or more and that's
0: the goal how have you figured out in all the time that you've done this in the countless times that you've had this feeling that you've had this impact and this effect and it's fed back to you and that well of energy comes inside you and you're like, ah, there's an old friend. And you may have met that old friend yesterday at another speaking event, but in the times between there's that high and then there's that, mm, when's the next event or when's the next time I get to do this? When's the next time you start looking at your calendar and, You know, you're like, when can I do this again? Because I start, you start, I, when I have that feeling, I start to get low. Like, after it's all, after I've peaked out, I'm like, I got to do it again. Sometimes I get a little bit low between radio shows because I don't have enough, uh, you know, I I want more. I talk to people like you all the time, but only once a week, (laughs) if you know what I mean. It's like,
1: sometimes I get down, how
0: do you get yourself through?
1: Okay, well, I don't get down, and I'll tell you why I don't get down. One, um, my I keep my social media ongoing. My following is fast. I communicate with them. I listen to what they have to say, my postings. I've got several pages. Mm-hmm. I'm on all of the, the sites. Uh, I'm up on podcasts. I want to know their opinions. So I'm reaching out to them for even more opinions, and I'm yeah. responding to what they have reached out to me. I keep it alive. I keep it going because... I have understood from years about the roller coaster. I learned long ago about yeah. my own trajectory code. And I knew that if I was going to make a commitment years ago, that it had to be 100%. Uh, it's, you're It's only going to get out of it what you put into it. So in this particular area and industry, if you want to eliminate as many highs and, or uh, uh, eliminate as many lows, and not ride the roller coaster as often, then you must become more involved and put more of yourself into uh, promoting you, what you believe, your show, getting people's opinions, share your podcasting, and get their opinions. It's time. It's effort. But you can incorporate that in with other things that you do so that it isn't just all right. consuming about this. So we're responsible to look at ourselves for the highs and lows. And we're responsible to come up with a solution. And the best solution is to talk to the people and communicate back. If you have a message to share back. So now that doesn't mean, let me clarify something. That doesn't mean everything comes up roses a jillion percent of the time. That affects me every every once in a while. If something sad happens, I will feel bad. I will hear from a follower. I will hear from somebody um, that I've never met or heard before, and they will tell me something that is very, very, very devastating and heart-wrenching. And I do feel bad. But then I do my very, very, very best to counteract with whatever level of positivity I can find and muster for them to elevate them. Sometimes I have to say I have to say to them not only am I so sorry to hear this but I'm going to be looking at something and let me get back to you tomorrow at a particular time I will call you be on the lookout for my call will you be available and that often helps them but it helps me too because I know
0: Yeah do you ever feel do you ever feel selfish like, I feel selfish sometimes because I'm doing that stuff, and I'm like, I'm totally aware that I need this win for her because I need her to have a win for me. Like, I would love to be there. I would love to be present during her win. So I want to help her in any way that I can because I know what that feeling is, and I get to do it whenever I help somebody. It, so, I mean, it's not in a bad way selfish, but I'm aware these days after doing this for a while how much it benefits us personally when we're – just constantly out looking for people to help, looking for people to turn on. Uh, do you feel that way, too, you know, or is it you, just so me, second nature to you now?
1: It, no, it, um, over a period of time, see, I don't worry about being a win for me. I don't think about that. What I think about is the audience, the listeners, the people uh, that are, that are re- depending on me to uplift them. Um, and I respond as much as I possibly, possibly can. Uh, and their support, their support comes unconditionally. I don't worry about me. My concern is about them the support will come unconditionally to you as well. So it isn't about feeling a little bit selfish or feeling a little bit bad or uh, if I'm uh, being considered for a speaking engagement but somebody else is selected over and above me. No, let me tell you about uh, the thinking on that rationality, which falls in line, really with what you're talking about in terms of selfish. Not everybody is suited to be uh, a keynote or a speaker at all events in the world. So if you're a team player, you know that the next there'll be a next time, and you still have got other things ongoing. You're still empowering people, and who knows what's around the corner? So you know, selfish, I don't think about. It's not a part of my world. It's not a part of my trajectory code, and it's not a part of of anything that I do.
0: Right. Well, I didn't mean it in the bad way. I meant in the good way. No, 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 no. No, I know you
1: didn't mean it in a bad way. Neither do I. I'm sharing what you asked me, what do I do, uh, you know, about those thoughts? And I shared with you um, uh, my feeling about it and what I do, because I don't think about that. I think about the people. They follow me, and I give them whatever. I give them a trillion percent uh, of everything I've got, and they're there. So you, know, you can't so, ask for anything yeah. more than that. Absolutely,
0: and aside from that, uh, I do have a
1: personal life. You know, uh, uh, aside, like I said, you you know, you know can't do it a jillion percent of the time with nothing else in your life. And I do have a personal life. I right. mean, I, as I said, I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother, and um, I'm very much involved uh, with them. And uh, they're, you know, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest challenge they have is by keeping their themselves in Nike tennis shoes to keep up with me. So, um, <laughs> you, you know, life is good. We baby. Rehearse. How do you do the balance um, thing? I was
0: just going to ask how you, how you do the balance. I mean, because you are very, you could be very busy. People, you know, that many people your age are exclusively dedicating themselves to family and. And things like that nowadays. And I remember my mom before she passed saying, I'm more busy now that I've retired. You know, that's a big famous saying that a lot of people have than than when I was working. And you could very easily be, but you're out doing stuff still. You're still doing stuff and you're doing stuff with your family. How do you do all of that? How do you balance all that? Because I think a lot of people would really love to know your secret.
1: Well, I tell you what, you know, um, I have a very good fortune. My son is raised. He's been with Chevron uh, the 30 years, uh, March of 2019, my grandson. uh, He's 27 years old. He'll be graduating uh, Sac State with his master's degree uh, in the spring of 2019. And my granddaughter will be 19 this year, and she's soon to graduate from esthetician school and will advance on to um, uh, specialty care. For those with problems, skin burns, and so on uh, and so forth. You know, they have lives, too. I don't infringe on their their time. Um, We get together... Uh, as often as uh, we possibly can, but we're in communication via phone. you know uh, they follow me, I follow them, we're in touch. Um, I understand and respect they have a life. I mean, when you're twenty seven years old you want did you want to go hang out at your grandmother's every weekend and do nothing? Well, no, not I every didn't.
0: weekend no <laughs>
1: uh, on occasion to pop up and and do you know say hi, how are you and whatever that's fine, but I'm talking about ongoing. You know, if you want to stay active, you want to stay in tune, you want to uh, be still an ongoing role model. I'm still a role model for my son, for my grandchildren, because I am active, I'm doing something to empower. um, And in their lives, I still make a positive difference because of what I do. I don't depend on, I don't sit and say, well, I haven't heard from Johnny or... Well, nobody calls, nobody cares. I could die. No, no. And ever so yeah. many people, uh, they fall into that mode because uh, they are afraid that you know they're afraid to step out, and perhaps because of the life that they've led throughout their throughout their life. And let me yeah. just give you a little a little tip on something. Women between the ages of 55 and 65 whether they had a positioning or a career and um, whatever. Come time to retire, 85% of those women are scared to death because they don't know how to handle finances. If they were working and in a a relationship, the rule always was bring your money home, give the check to the husband, and he does whatever. They never knew or or understood what would be coming if something happened to that person. I hear these stories all the time, but there is a fabulous, fabulous women's organization called Women's Money, and they teach women uh, and young girls starting at the age of nine all the way up to 95. It isn't about how much you have. It's what you do with what you have. So their corporate office is in Reno, Nevada. Julie Mack is the uh, CEO. And um, uh, it's a dynamic organization, and I suggest also men check this out because they invite men to learn how to share the knowledge, and also they can learn. They're, they can learn what to do with their money so that they, too, can have a better quality of life. So, again, being active, being a role model, not sitting and brooding about, well, nobody cares, I'm going to die, this. No, pass that. Come up with the times. Take a look at other people around you, and what are they doing? Get involved. Go to church, organizations, speaking groups. Um, Write, uh, write a blog. Write your story. Become involved. Your life can be more impactful than what you even thought it was. Yeah. So again, this is is another area. Go
0: ahead. Well, I asked that question. I asked that question because you have that perspective that is so important, and you've earned it. Uh, <laughs> and I was just thinking about Bridget Nielsen having a baby at 54 years old, and yeah. I remember my wife and I worrying that would there be problems? Are there going to be any problems because she was having our child at at 40? And the doctors were like, "Well, it should be okay, and everything should be, but you got to watch out for the." And it's just kind of weird that people's attitudes really affect their entire lives, just like you were talking about. In terms of being active, I remember my grandparents, my grandpa, as soon as he retired, he really mm-hmm. hardcore retired. And and mm-hmm. he, you'd ask him what he's doing, and he would pridefully say just absolutely nothing or whatever. And wouldn't you know, he got Alzheimer's. <laughs> And I, well, yes, I, to this day, I sometimes wonder if his brain just turned off because he turned off, because he thought he was supposed to, because he thought at a certain age that's what you were supposed to do. And you cases, clearly disagree with cases, that.
1: <laughs> in some cases, that can be the case. However, there are 10 other categories that are related to Alzheimer's. Um, uh, A woman by the name of Nancy Williams Nelson in Reno, Nevada, or pardon Uh me, right here in Las Vegas, just uh, won the Senior Citizen of the Year Award. She's written two books, Blue Apple and uh, Beyond the Blue Apple, which is about Alzheimer's. She was diagnosed and has been working diligently and speaking. Because she has remained active, it has helped. It has helped enormously. The research on the numbers regarding right. Alzheimer's and the other issues of medical that occur as a, that are in conjunction with Parkinson's is another form of Alzheimer's. It depends on which one it is. So in some cases, oh. um, from the mindset, yes, it can be a deterrent. But first of all, it has to be determined which one it is, what can you do, and then to take a look at the numbers and the specialists and the groups that they can become a part of for better understanding, and it helps their uh, their care. It helps their longevity for the rest of their life, so long as they um, for as long as they can remember and can continue to contribute. It's called taking control. Right. Yeah. So no, well, I mean I, um, you're. you're You,
0: among other guests that we've had around your age, uh, are living proof because all of our guests are super active always and crazy dynamo people with lots and lots of energy, usually have lots of projects going, all kinds of different things. Uh, Their business is very, very uh, vibrant and busy. And uh, the one thing that I've noticed is all the sharpness around and all of the people who... I mean, today you are killing me in sharpness, and I think everybody can tell. <laughs> like, you're right there. You're, you came to, to do battle today, and it's awesome. You came to not do battle, but to engage. And, and, uh, and so you're living testimony to the, the power of staying active. And for people to realize that, uh, you know, a lot of the things that we thought about how long we live and how well we live, the length of time we live, Uh, it's really an up-in-the-air kind of thing, because people like you continue to prove that, you know, everything that we grew up thinking um, in terms of what we do when we get older uh, was not true. Lots of things were not true. (laughs) So it's really wonderful, your your inspiration.
1: Well, I want to thank you so much for that, Jack. I really do. And I really want uh, your uh, audience to clearly understand, you know, They can impact themselves just simply by doing a self-reality assessment about whatever changes and decisions and actions uh, that they need to make in order to go in the right direction. They, too, can still become, no matter what the age, a part of the top um, uh, winners of whatever they choose to do, whether it's in life. Learn to enjoy it. Get out there. You've earned it. Do it. Whatever it is, you know. As I said earlier, on my show, I clearly state and I invite, board my plane of ambition because we're going to land at your airport of success. I say to one and all, board your own plane of ambition so that you can land at your personal designated area, designated airport for your own success. Um, It's important that people understand you're the one in control of you. So, make the best of it.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah. understand your own frequency right. code.
0: Yeah. I see people get confused all the time. I can tell that they're confused about what them and what you know, what they're doing for themselves and what uh, you know, they're kind of taking cues from other people and they kind of get stuck in that way too, don't they? They they can't tell whether they're in control or not and they sort of seem floaty. Okay. So,
1: and uh, yeah, then their correct. businesses and, and
0: family and relationships kind of suffer from that.
1: Well, what they, well they, that's exactly right. But what they're actually looking for is for somebody to take control for them. Um, uh, and they still haven't realized that um, it's up to them. And they start in baby steps going forward in starting to make certain decisions. It's okay to consult with your pastor, uh, a family member that is encouraging you in the right direction. But, again, Um, Many years of conditioning In a particular way of life Is very hard to get over But it can be accomplished So take control of their life And begin to start celebrating their life
0: Maybe it's a little helpful To consider yourself the CEO of your life And important people in your life As board members Whose opinions and input you will consider But you have the final say In your life And everything that you do, right? (laughs) Right You got it.
1: Awesome. You got it. You, you got so, it. Uh, we you got a are couple. awesome, my friend.
0: <laughs> I once in a while can be. <laughs> I was going to ask oh, no, you I where. I think a where more are you? than
1: once in a while. I think more than once in a while, and I think you're. I think you're. I think you're sharp, and I really have enjoyed talking with you this morning.
0: Well, thank you. I want to know, uh, and everybody else wants to know, where we can find you. First of all, tell us about the show and where we can find it and any other things that you would like to give us to help people come uh, into your sphere of influence and bright shininess.
1: Okay. All right. You can go to my Facebook page. It's Margie Shepard. You can go to uh, Margie Shepard Celebrating Life page. You can also uh, go to uh, Kdon K D W N dot com and click on that, and it's on Saturday nights from eight to nine. Uh, and they can click the red button if they check out my page. The link is there, along with many of my podcasts. Uh, you can email me at M A X I M I Z E M Productions at gmail dot com. I'd love to hear from you, and I will respond back. Send me a, a friend I just request you. Or
0: I totally did. <laughs> We're going to be friends. Hey,
1: right on, Jack. Spot on.
0: <laughs> Spot
1: on. I'm delighted. All
0: right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. I'm sorry about the technical stuff, but that will be including this statement edited out in post. So we'll be fine. Sounds <laughs> but thank wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us. To- uh,
1: I look forward to uh, receiving the podcast, and it's been a pleasure, Jack. And listen again, board my plane of ambition. We're going to land at your airport of success. You have a great day, and I'll see you soon. Bye bye. Bye
0: bye. Thanks, Margie. Gina, tea. back to you.
1: And we'll be back, same time, same place next week. Have a fantastic week, everybody. <laughs>